There's a mountain lion, man. This is, there's a mountain lion. It's right in front of me. Andy Peterson was hiking alone on his favorite mountain trail when he came face to face with that mountain lion. The lion attacked, and Andy found himself in a battle for his life. I've got to warn you, what he describes next gets a little graphic. The claws, you could feel the claws come out uh, and pop on each side of my neck and pop into my neck. You could hear the popping sounds as he pulled my head and my neck down towards his mouth. But long before the mountain lion came into the picture, Andy was destroying his own life through drug use and a series of really reckless decisions. Now, the hard drugs, the hallucinogens, the cocaine and and acid, the hard drugs, uh, they came into play when I was about 11th grade. Actually got a DUI in 11th grade, uh, going into 12th grade. So I was I was on a fast path. I can be the only one who notices. I can be the only one who cares. I can be the only one to tell them everything the enemy has promised gonna fail them. Andy spent years living life his way until he had that encounter with a mountain lion, and just when Andy thought he was about to die, he had another encounter this time with Jesus. There is a lot to Andy's story, so we're breaking it up into two parts. You're listening to part one on this episode of GPS, God, People, Stories. It's an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. I'm Phil Fleischman. And I'm Jim Kirkland. Andy Peterson's story is very, very similar to a story Jesus told, the story of the prodigal son. This young man in Jesus' story set off for the far country. This boy squandered his wealth and wild living. He spent it all and had nothing to show for it. As you're going to hear later in this episode of GPS, that story ends with the young man's father forgiving him for his wild living. It is a reminder that God will forgive you of any sin you have ever committed. You can learn more about that forgiveness at this website, findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net. Jim, we got a really nice email from Larry. He listens to GPS every week, and he told us he is going to be praying for last week's guest. That was Joe Kennedy. Joe is the high school football coach who lost his job because he refused to stop praying on the field after each game. It's good to hear from you, Larry, and I know Joe appreciates your prayers. It would be good to hear from you, too. You can email us, just like Larry did, at gps at billygram.org. That's gps at billygram.org. GPS. God. People. Stories. I grew up in Hutchinson, Minnesota, one hour straight west of Minneapolis. And I was born in November uh, 1973. I mentioned a moment ago that Andy Peterson's story is a lot like the parable of the prodigal son, which is in the Bible. And we'll hear more from Andy about that in a minute. Right now, let's start at the beginning, his home life. Growing up, it was pretty chaotic. It was almost survival of the fittest. Couldn't tell you how many times we sat down as a family and had a dinner together. What I could tell you is how many times I heard uh, make your own or fend for yourself type thing. And my parents, you know, you could hear the screaming, the fighting. You know, they were uh, obviously living two different paths. And before kindergarten, my parents actually got divorced. Both of Andy's parents remarried when he was in elementary school. He ended up with five stepbrothers and a lot of back and forth between two different homes. 
no matter the situation. Divorce is always tough because that's that's kind of your foundation. That's that's what your your safety net. You know, that's that's kind of what I guess you could say the refuge that should be a safe place, should be a you know a, a loving place. And because the drama and the fights and the counseling and holes in the walls and you know the yelling and, and it just it it didn't mix very well. And as a as a kid growing up, something even like in in art class, you make an art project. Well, who do you give it to, dad or mom? From an early age, Andy was searching for something, but he was too young to figure out what it was. And with no real faith foundation, Andy started his search in the wrong place. My first beer, Taste of Liquor, was actually in kindergarten. I took it right off the counter. Kids are carbon copies, you know, with parents. Um, They watch what their parents do. And if my parents were partying and drinking, well, why can't I? Uh, Doesn't matter the age. They do it. Why can't I do it? And uh, fifth grade, I started buying cigarettes. Seventh grade, uh, a, a friend of mine introduced me to marijuana, dope, you know. And so I started smoking, smoking pot. And for six, for about fifteen years, that kind of became me. It was my refuge. I was born in the riverbed. Got my mama's eyes and my daddy's hair. Chain me to a troubled start With wandering feet and a restless heart In high school, Andy started using harder drugs. The hallucinogens, the cocaine and and acid, the hard drugs, uh, they came into play when I was about 11th grade. All during this time, he was playing sports and making good enough grades to get into college But a DUI interrupted his plans, and Andy ended up back at home, working at the mall. He fought with his parents a lot, and particularly his dad. We butted heads big time. Uh, And the more more I grew up, the the more we didn't get along, the the less we talked. And I realized it was time for me to go. I didn't want any more family drama. I didn't want any more family fights. If I left, then I can leave all that behind me. I go make it on my own. I don't need anybody. This is where the parallel between Andy and the story of the prodigal son really begins. In the story Jesus tells in the book of Luke, in chapter 15, a son decides to leave his family and go off on his own. So he asks his father for money. In Andy's case, it wasn't his father he asked. He went to his grandmother. I knew my grandma had money. Um, I knew she had a lot of money. So I went to her and kind of played the woe is me grandchild and said, Grandma, can I get a little bit of money? And, and she, she didn't even hesitate. She turned around and she grabbed a checkbook and she wrote a check and wrote out. Uh, uh, I didn't even look at it. I was just hoping, you know, 500000 bucks, something to, to just kind of get my feet, you know, to help with rent or what have you. Like the prodigal son, Andy took the money and ran. He had a buddy in Colorado who said he could crash with him. So Andy hit the road and didn't even stop to look at the check until he needed some gas. And so I looked at this check and I about, you know, just fell over right there. Here staring a kid, almost 21 years old, no goal, school, nothing, work lined up, is a check for $10,000. Luke 15 verse 13 says, Not many days later, the younger son gathered all he had and took a journey into a far country. And there he squandered his property in reckless living. That described Andy to a T. 
And so I called my buddy out in Colorado and I said, man, uh, wait till you, I get there. I'm buying parties on me. I rolled into town in 1994 and picked up my buddy and, and we hit every club and adult club that we could find. We were closing the night down as the bars closed, you know, uh, rolling into the wee morning hours. They got drunk. They got high. One time, they got into a fight that left Andy's friend bleeding all over the place. Andy got in his little red sports car and took off, and in doing so, almost collided head-on with an ambulance. None of this slowed him down. Night after night after night, it was more of the same. All of this happened while Andy was living in Colorado, and he had a girlfriend there who wanted to take him to California to meet her dad, but... Not for the reasons you might be thinking. No, this dad was into partying. And the drug supply he had blew Andy's mind. So off to California we went, and I remember passing the Hollywood sign in the 10-lane interstate, and we get to this these trailer parks, and rough-looking dudes, and we get into the, the trailer of these guys, and it's her, it's her dad, the girl I was dating, it, it's her dad, and his buddies out there. And, and then there's these big balls, you know, almost tennis ball, golf ball size balls and just white. And it was crack cocaine. And these guys are shooting it up with needles and snorting it and smoking it and playing darts and playing cards. And he didn't waste any time joining in. What happened next was a drug induced blur. We tore it up right there in the, in the trailer. And I went down the hallway to the the bathroom, and what I didn't realize was it wasn't the same night. Almost two days went by, and I went into this bathroom, uh, this trailer, and I just look at myself in the mirror, and I was just white. I was black under my eyes. Um, I was numb. You know, I was touching my face. It was just numb and cold, and I didn't even know who I was, and it scared me a little bit. And I realized I got to get out of here. And, you know, the, the drugs consume you so much that it wasn't just that one night of partying. I mean, two days went by before we even paused to even consider eating or anything. Uh, it was crazy. And so as fast as I could get away from that place, I knew I had to get out of there. I knew I wasn't going to make it out. I just, uh, this is just a little above me and I, a little too deep and a little too dark. And I didn't like it. And so I walked out of that bathroom and said, I gotta go. I, I gotta go home. Wake up, wake up, everybody come to life. Wake up, wake up. But when Andy got back to Colorado, his mailbox was full of bills, final payment warnings, and a bank statement that said insufficient funds. And after three months, after three months, I smoked and drank away almost $10,000. I was broke. And in the story of the prodigal son, the son runs out of money and finds himself desperately in need. But he's not ready to go home, so he takes a lowly job feeding pigs. And he took all kinds of odd jobs, but he would end up getting fired before he could get all his bills paid up. So I crawled back to my apartment, even more desperate, even more broken. And could have picked up a gun, could have picked up a bottle or drugs to sell. But I just, I just, I mean, it bawled my eyes out because I didn't know what to do. And, and everything was closing in on me. And Allison and I went, wait a minute, 
I can tap into that family money, that grandma money that I moved out here with. So I called my mom and said, Hey, mom, would you, would you want to help me out at all? If I go back to school and get my feet under me. Andy's mom was thrilled that he wanted to get serious about school again. And she sent him the money he asked for, but he had lied to her. He asked for a lot more money than he actually needed for books and classes. And then he canceled most of his classes. He wanted the money for partying. But Andy didn't completely blow off school. He got into a park ranger program and eventually landed a job at a busy state park in downtown Denver. He was 24 at the time. It was just crazy. I mean, it was like an amusement park. There was stuff everywhere happening. And I wanted to find a little refuge place where I could kind of just disappear and, and kind of get away from everything, almost like a little refuge type, you know, quiet park. And 15 miles southwest of Denver was a park called Roxborough State Park. And I loved this park. It's in that park where Andy had life-changing encounters with a mountain lion and with Jesus. And you're going to hear the details of what happened in the next episode. But it was because of those encounters that Andy would eventually come to understand this truth about God. Before I was born, he had a plan for me. God didn't die for somebody worthless. He died for all of us who are precious. He's got a plan for each and every one of us. In the womb, out of the womb, you know, we are all precious in his eyes. And he's got a plan for each and every one of us. Because you are not some cosmic accident. You are wonderfully made. And his intention for inviting you is so you could live this way. Oh, we got to shine, shine, shine like the stars in the sky. And we got to live, live, live like we're willing to die. And we got to God always had a plan for Andy Peterson's life, and he has always had a plan for your life, too. It doesn't matter where you are, where you've been, or whatever you've done. God is waiting to get you on the right path, his path. It all begins with you surrendering your life to Jesus Christ. We can tell you more about doing that at this website, findpeacewithgod.net. If you are already a follower of Jesus Christ, the site is very helpful as well. You can find material and information to help you grow deeper in your faith in Jesus Christ. Once more, address is findpeacewithgod.net. In the blink of an eye, Andy Peterson says that is how fast the mountain lion attacked him. He's going to tell us a little more and give us a teaser of the next episode in just a minute. You're listening to GPS, God, People, Stories, a production of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. I want you to turn with me to the 15th chapter of Luke. It's called the prodigal son, but it should be called the loving father. Billy Graham. And one day, his youngest son came to him and said, Father, it's our law that the oldest son gets two-thirds of your estate when you die, and the younger son gets a third. Now I'll tell you, I don't want to wait till you die. I want mine now. This young man in Jesus' story 
set off for the far country. This boy squandered his wealth and wild living. He spent it all and had nothing to show for it. The Bible says he finally came to himself. So he started for home. He was very humble and sorry. The father ran to him and threw his arms around him. God is not waiting to judge you and condemn you. God loves you. He's waiting to receive you with mercy and love. We must turn from sin and turn by faith and we'll be received and there'll be rejoicing in heaven when we do. Knowing that your sins are forgiven and that you're going to heaven when you die begins with a relationship with Jesus Christ. FindPeaceWithGod.net. That's the website that can tell you more about beginning that relationship with Jesus. FindPeaceWithGod.net. So our guest on the first episode of this two-part GPS is Andy Peterson. He came face-to-face with a mountain lion while he was hiking all by himself in Colorado. Now, here's a short preview of what we're going to hear in part two of Andy's story. But let me warn you, it does get a little graphic. In a blink of an eye. That line, one one launch, one jump, and it was right in front of me. And I took one more step, almost like we're just trading spots. And I realized, you know, please, somebody come up this mountain. I had three miles of trail to get down to the bottom. So I'm the only one up on this mountaintop with this mountain line. And I'm hoping, please, somebody come up. Because if the, a group came up, this lion's going to see all these people and take off. And uh, nobody came up. So as I was turning... You know, I took one more step like we're trading places and bam, slammed into me. I didn't I didn't even see it coming. Slammed into me, got the claws uh, just in the chest. We we landed a couple feet off the trail. The claws, you could feel the claws come out uh, and pop on each side of my neck and pop into my neck. You could hear the popping sounds as he pulled my head and my neck down towards his mouth. And the lion, the bottom jaws and teeth were in the top of my forehead and he bit twice and all you could hear was kind of a a raking sound across my head we think the rest of that story is going to have you holding your breath as andy describes his battle with the mountain lion and it was during that battle that andy had an encounter with jesus christ you do not want to miss that next episode of gps thank you for listening to this episode i'm phil fleischman And I'm Jim Kirkland. Remember, you can get a hold of us at this email address, gps, as in God, people, stories, gps at billygram.org. One more time, gps at billygram.org. Thanks for listening. GPS, God, people, stories, is an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Always good news. Even when